Let's go, girls. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Hey ladies, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Linda Franklin and this is Powered Up Talk Radio. And Linda, today we're going to learn how to become the new strong. (laughs) What do you think? The new strong? Yeah, that's what Dr. Selhub, our guest today, talks about. She she teaches us how to claim your health and become the new strong. And well, that's you know, great. That I you know go ahead. I'm a big advocate <laughs> of that. Well, I am too, and you know I like that it's the new strong. I like that um, you know because we talked a lot about powering through life and you know stepping back, and it's it's funny that our to become stronger, a lot of times we need to step back. No, most times we have to step back. (laughs) I was just talking today to a friend of mine who is, you know, one of the most um, laid-back, fabulous people that I know. And really, you know, we talk a lot about uh, the spiritual stuff. And he was saying he was having a rough time. And he even canceled his New York Times uh, delivery for a month because it's there's just too much happening you know you you read the newspapers you listen to the to the news and everything is like so tragic and then things are changing in our neighborhood little stores are going out because they can't pay the rent and i mean they're little things but when they disrupt your life it's you know they it it does something you know you have to sort of work through it because we know change is inevitable we can't fight it we just have to accept it well you know it is change is inevitable what one of the things that i find is that i'm getting younger as i age um, <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm getting healthier each, each week, you know, with my online radio personal therapy and I've been doing that fat flammation thing. Um, you know, I've been really working through her fat flammation book. Um, and Dr. Lori Shemek was a guest a couple of weeks ago. So you guys might want to Google that show. Um, but I'm learning so much about taking care of my spirit and my mind and my body. And I put it in that order, Linda, because I think for me, spirit had to come first because I, I got taken care of my body and then I got taken care of my mind. But I realized that the engine driving it was my spirit. And I think when we talk about like mind, body, spirit, um, it's backwards. Um, probably I have to agree with that because the human spirit is, is a fierce, uh, entity to deal with. And if it's, if, if it's on low flame, um, it kind of impacts every part of your life because you might after, um, if the flame goes out, you say, you know, what the hell am I trying so hard for? Why don't I just give in and eat the wrong things, do the wrong things because life is so short. I might as well. Well, enjoy it. And we were talking about that today, too. But that's almost like giving up the ghost. 
But every once in a while, even the most enlightened, the most spiritual, uh, the smartest, we all get to feel like that sometimes. And uh, the key is not to stay in that place too long and bounce back to where the spirit is very strong again. But we're human, and if we can't be on, you know, 24-7, 365 days a year, we, you know, it's, it's, we, go, we have hills and valleys. Well, and I love the way you put that. Like when you said the flame on low, I just thought like, oh my gosh, our spirit is kind of like our internal water heater, you know, and if the flame's on low and the water's cold, it's hard for like, I know when I'm cold, it's hard for me to think, it's hard for me to sleep, it's hard for me to make good food choices because all I want to eat is like warming um, comfort foods. And so, you know, if our spiritual water heater is low, it's hard for everything else, at least for me to function yeah well that you know that's it Uh, so staying in a good place is we all know that you know that's the thing that we want to do that's preferable we know how it good it feels when we're in that one uh, you know that that good place but sometimes we're just knocked out of it well I I you know and, and then we have to you know get back to that to that place because when you're not in that place life just doesn't feel good Well, none of it feels good. Like, you know, we don't think good thoughts. We don't eat right. We don't work out. I mean, all those things that make us feel wonderful, like it all gets out of whack. And I think that's why I'm so excited for, you know, Dr. Eva Selhub to be our guest today because she's like that mind, body, medicine scholar. um, But I think, you know, right now I'm I'm looking forward to to talking with her as well because I know she's, you know, big on stress reduction. And you know, I just think so many people, in fact, most of the planet is walking around <laughs> two whispers from, from you know, jumping out a window because the, the stress is just so much. Life is getting harder because of technology and everything is moving so fast. And, it, you know, sometimes it's just really hard to keep up with everything that needs to be done to, to create this life. And, you know, they talk about balance, but balance is getting harder. Well, balance is getting harder, and then we're just inundated. I'm sorry. It's like I can't even watch TV anymore, Linda, because I'm like, I go to bed at night going, side effects, you know, include, like, restless legs, cancer, you know, urinary tract infection, blah, you know, and it's, I just keep, like, everything is a pill. It's like the magic pill, you know, somebody's going to take a pill and fix this, and, um, you know, I really am frustrated with the way you know, we are taking care of ourselves. And I don't, I'm getting a lot of uh, feedback, Linda. If you want to mute your phone really quick while we figure this out, um, I would like to talk a little bit to Dr. Eva because she has created relaxation CDs. She's created these, these um, you know, kind of Eastern and Western. Okay, I, got, I cannot hear anything. Uh, I need our producer to mute her phone. Um, we're having some technical difficulties here. Casey, if you can mute, Roy, if you can mute.
Okay, okay, there we go. Okay, so we are going to be visiting today with uh, Dr. Eva Selhub, and I wanted to talk a little bit about her while we work through our technical issues. Uh, she's an internationally recognized expert. She's a physician. She's an author. She's a speaker, and she consults in the field of stress, resiliency, mind-body medicine, and she's all about maximum health and well-being. Uh, Dr. Eva, do I have you on the line right now? Sure do. Great. I'm so excited. Um, we had to drop Linda um, for uh, until we get her back. Um, I would like you to introduce yourself a little bit about, um, you know, before we get into your book, who is Dr. Eva or Dr. E, as I've, I've dubbed you in my head after reading your book? Big fan, by the way. I love your book. Oh, thank you. Yeah, most people call me Dr. Eva, but I, my e, is, um, e has been my nickname since I was a child, so I'm, I'm okay with all of the above. Just don't call me Dr. Selhub, because then, oh. <laughs> then I'll think I'm my dad and I'm an old person. So, um, you know, as I heard you say that as you get older, you get younger, and I feel the same way. You know, at 47, I think I'm in the best shape I've ever been in my life in all levels. So, um, so having said that, my background actually is in allopathic Western medicine. I was trained as an internist, and uh, during that time of training, I felt very dissatisfied with the Western method and having my own sort of crises, my spiritual crises. And um, I left internal medicine in 2002 to start studying alternative healing modalities. But during my, my practice in medicine and during my residency, I started working with the Mind-Body Medical Institute with Herb Benson, learning about stress reduction and meditation and cognitive restructuring and becoming really an expert in the field of applying stress physiology and, and uh, mind-body medicine in the clinical setting. So that when I left my job as an internist, I started really merging everything together. I started trying to look at, find what is that it that brings the East and West together and how can, you know, we bring it into our practical life. And what I discovered was that the the two things that actually brought these two worlds together were stress or fear and the antidote to that, which is, you know, balance and love, which is, you know, came to my first book, which is called The Love Response, which was really bringing in that notion of spirituality and energy and, and healing into our lives. And so that really was because it was helping me in my life and what I was going through. And, um, and then through the years, as that's progressed, and as I've also evolved in my own spiritual practice, my own, um, you know, thoughts and ideas and what I've been doing with patients, I really came to see that all the implement, implementation of what I've taught people, and what, which I've utilized myself, which is to get the body physically strong, as well as the mind and the spirit, that that literally can change the course of your life, the course of your destiny. So when I was coming to write my third book, and I was talking to my editor, and we we're trying to figure out what this book would be about. And he said, you know, ask me what I do in my practice with my clients. And I told him, he said, it sounds to me like you change people's health destiny. And I said, I think you just gave me the title of my next book. And so what I did was I put it all down on paper. I put out my down, you know, what it is that I teach my clients to empower themselves so that they can, too, change the course of their destiny despite what, you know, life has, has been giving them, you know, and it is dealing with every type of stress that has been, you know, given to you, including your thoughts, including your genetics, including your job, um, but knowing that your attitude, your way of approaching things has a definite effect on the course of your life. 
Oh, you know, you, you just felt like you identified like me over the past decade, you know, <laughs> you just summed it all up there. Um, and I'm really excited after the commercial break to uh, talk to you more about this, because I really feel, Dr. E, that that, you know, we're inundated, like Linda was talking about, um, with these messages, like you cannot swing a dead cat around anywhere without getting messages on your phone, on your computer, on the billboards, on the freeways, you know, all these things. And, you know, I think for the first time, in history we're just inundated with millions of these a day and so i think you're right on with our you know like our mental health so when we come back from the break we're going to talk about uh your perspective on some of these things with 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 you know kind of flaming our spirituality and and bringing that flame up like a water heater and we're going to talk about your books your health destiny the current one that's out your love or the love response and your brain on nature uh more after the break with dr selhub we've got lots more powered up with sandra beck and linda franklin after these messages Welcome to Podcasting by Professionals. My name is Keith with Radio Links Broadcast Marketing, and I am here today to introduce you to five top industry pros who will teach you everything you need to know to start your own professional podcast. At the end of the course, we think you'll be well on your way to becoming an expert host of your own show. By the way, please do visit our website. It is podcastingbyprofessionals.com. Are you looking for something more in your life or business? More success? More stability? More happiness? It's all out there waiting for you, but it doesn't just happen. You've got to go get it. Make it happen with Michelle McCullough, where motivation and strategy intersect. Michelle is a serial entrepreneur, acclaimed speaker, and the WooHoo Radio Network's resident business and success strategist. Michelle has the smarts, strategies, and experience to help you improve your life and take your business to the next level. You've got big dreams. You've got big vision. Now it's time for you to make it happen. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and this is Powered Up Talk Radio, and we are visiting today with Dr. Eva Selhub. She's written a couple books. One of them that we're going to focus on today is Your Health Destiny, and it's about taking control of your body's innate ability to heal itself. And Linda, boy, if this is not a book right up your alley, I don't know what is. No, I mean, I've been... I've been well, I don't doing... know if we have Linda, but... Um... <laughs> you can't oh. hear me? I did. I was I was segueing over to you to get your thoughts on taking control of your body's innate ability to heal itself. No, I I mean I'm I'm a believer and I really be, you know I believe that the mind does control so much in the body. Um but you know a lot of people don't want to believe that. So you have to be careful because if you talk to somebody or even in generalities to think well, you know, 
somebody, you, you yourself are bringing on the diseases that attack your body. People look at you like you're, you know, you're crazy. Why would I want diabetes? Why would I want cancer? Why would, why would I do that to myself? But it's the, you know, it's the stress. It's, it's the, you know, living today is really, really tough. So you really have to make a concerted effort for the exercise and the stress reduction and the diet and, and your mind to, you know, to kind of get it all together. It, it's not easy. Well, and I, Dr. Selhub, you, you come right out. Like, this is when I, I think I, like, fell in love with you. Not in that way, but I just fell in love with you in your book because you put a statement in your marketing. You said, there is no way around it. The human body is designed to get sick. Illness is the body's way of calling attention to a bigger problem. Boom. There it is. That's like what made me, you know, not only read your book cover to cover, but but made me a raving fan. Can you talk to us a little bit? Because you have some interesting perspectives. You've got a unique background that really gives you a lot of credibility. Explain that in further. Like, why are we what is the bigger problem as you see it? Well, I, I and and I love these questions. And the first thing I want to comment on is um, Linda's that statement about people, you know, don't want to hear, and they shouldn't hear this um, that you know they've created their own illness. And I actually don't believe in that, and I don't say that in this book. And it's very interesting because a couple of people you know, said that they were worried about reading this book when I asked them to review it, worried that they weren't going to like it because for that very reason, that they're very anti that message, which a lot of people in the spiritual community actually say. There's a lot of people, I'm putting spiritual community in quotation marks, um, but there's, you know, many books out there that say, you know, if you change your mind, your body will get better. And if it's because, you know, you had this happen to you in your past life or you, you know, ate all this sugar, you know, that you got the disease. And the bottom line is, is we don't know why disease happens. It's multifactorial. There are many, many reasons why, you know, um, why disease can happen. And I actually like to think of it as it's what we call a therapeutic window. So when you give any a medication to a patient, you know, every medication, every vitamin, every everything you put in your body has a therapeutic window between the moment that it's therapeutic and good for you and the moment it becomes toxic. So like caffeine, for instance, has a therapeutic window. Um, you know, coffee, it's an antioxidant, but then given too much, it can cause, you know, a lot of stress on the system. So Everything that we ingest into our body, whether it's our thoughts or whether it's a supplement or whether it's a food or whether it's a medication, has a therapeutic window when it has value and when it loses its value. So if you have something like vitamin D or has a huge therapeutic window, at the moment it before you know that it's good for you and the moment that it becomes toxic takes a very long time and a very large amount. But then you have chemotherapy, which is as a very narrow therapeutic window that the moment that it has value to the moment that it's toxic are, is like milliseconds. And so everything in our life is like that, is understanding that there's a balance. And we don't know where anybody's system stands. So my therapeutic window with caffeine is very different from your therapeutic window with caffeine because we're starting from a different baseline. You see, so you come in with a genetic predisposition, you come with with a certain constitution, you come in with a life history of how you've utilized your own health, you have it your own different ways of, of dealing with your stress so that your stress response is either at balance or it's hyperactivated. And so the more hyperactivated your stress response is, the narrower your therapeutic window will be no matter what you're ingesting or no matter what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. 
And so it's a much, much bigger picture. And the understanding that if I can turn off my stress response and I can get my system into a state of balance, then I can handle a lot. Then almost everything has a big therapeutic window. And it's understanding that I have that control. And I'm and I'm also going to go back to, to something the two of you were talking about, this mind-body-spirit idea, and that the spirit should be first and mind second or body later. It's really not one or the other. You have to remember that we, invo- we evolve in stages. I mean, when you're a baby, you don't have much of a mind, but your body's developing and you're just one big spirit. And so it's about the cultivation of the mind, body, and spirit all the time. And different parts are going to take more importance at different levels of your life, but it's a constant cultivation. It's like cultivating the earth. You're constantly cultivating the earth. It's not one thing's more important than the other. It's, it's a con- continuum of cultivation. Um, and so that, as we cultivate, as we cultivate our body, as we cultivate our mind, as we cultivate our spirit, the therapeutic window for what we can handle in life, the stress that we can handle, is, 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 you know, is much bigger. Do you think oh, that when... Somebody hits their, like, you know, our target show for this Dr. E is like, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s. And I can only speak for myself, but I found like a spiritual door opening for myself right around, you know, turning 40 or shortly thereafter, because I had, like many women, put myself through college, you know, educated myself, got my master's degree, had a certain amount of professional career expertise, then had my big crash and burn failure, you know, divorce, death, the whole thing at, you know, right around, see to open all that doors. Um, do you find that that's a pretty typical pattern for women? Yes, I do. Um, and, it, and, and, I, and, you know, and, it, and that's a wonderful thing. You know, it's sort of like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you, you two were talking about and I'm, I'm, you know, giggling to myself as I'm agreeing and also saying, yeah, but that's just part of life. You know, that we we're so we we're, we're geared to um, focus on an outcome and focus on looking good or focus on finding a maid and focus on having children when, you know, the whole time these spiritual traditions have been saying all along that, you know, stay, stay in the journey not in the outcome. Um, and so we have to learn that, you know, we learn from mistakes, we learn from our falling down, we learn from all that. And usually, by the time we're 40, and, and whether it's empty nest syndrome, or our parents are, you know, aging, and we're starting to have loss. But when we're 40, especially for women, and I know this happened for me, you just don't care anymore. And the minute you don't care is the minute when you find yourself. The minute when you discover your spirit, the minute when you discover that you are much larger um, than anything you could possibly have imagined, and you belong to something much larger than anything you can imagine, and it usually does happen around around forty when that process really takes hold. You know, I think women. I think women today have a very uh, tough road, maybe even tougher than than the male road when it comes to, you know, keeping your body healthy. Because we we get so many mixed messages. Uh, one day, well, you you use the example of coffee. One day, uh, you know, three or four cups of coffee is good. The next day, it's not. One day, bioidentical hormones are good. The next day, you know, they are not. Um, vitamin D. I mean, one day it's you know it's this. It's this great, you know, um, thing that that helps all parts of your body, and then you, the next day you need to read a report that it's not. Why are there so many mixed messages hitting us all the time that we don't know what's really good for us? Uh, we think we're on the right path, and then you know we get knocked off. Right. Well, so let's let's step back a bit and say, you know, 
what is the world trying to feed us, right, as, as consumers? So if you think about the way our society is, it's about the consumers and people that are paying money to, to have an immediate gratification, right? We want answers as opposed yeah. to looking into ourselves for the answers. So we look outside of ourselves for answers. And so if we were like really living logically within our own logic, within our own intuition, we would eat only what was naturally available to us right? You won't, I mean, all these gluten-free products, why eat a gluten-free product when you can just go eat fruits and vegetables? (laughs) They don't have gluten in them. Um, And so, but you have to get a processed product that's gluten-free because somebody said, you know, gluten was bad for you. And so the, the, the problem with science is that everybody's trying to find the answer when there is no the answer. There is, there are many answers and all those answers are going to be different for each individual. And it's about starting to pay attention to the language of your body. How is your body feeling when it eats this food? How does your body feel when you take, you know, 2,000 international units of vitamin D? How do you feel when you don't take vitamin D? You know, it's about, and that's what your health destiny is about. It's about teaching you to start learning the language of the body, to understand, you know, how does the body work? What are the functions? What are the, what's the anatomy? What could go wrong? And then listening to the body. What are the emotional, spiritual components of this part of the body? How is it speaking to you? What could be lying inside? How do I feel when I eat this food? And so then you become the gauge. Then you can actually listen to what's being said out there and say, mm, yes, I agree, or no, I disagree. And that's really you be- becoming empowered, in, in, in this conversation. And I think what's also hard for women, which I think is also becoming hard for men now, is this concept of the body dysmorphic disorder of thinking, you know, I'm not going to be good enough unless I'm thin. And again, focusing on thin or focusing on being perfect or focusing on taking care of everybody else but oneself. So you're very attuned to everybody else's feelings and dramas, but not attuned to your own. So in, women in general are not good at being attuned to their own needs and taking care of them. Well, and Dr. Salhub, I'm going to give you like, uh, you know, how I practically used your book. I like always people to see like what it looks like, tastes like, feels like. And, you know, when I read your book, it, it impacted me in my dating life, which I think is really funny, you know, cause I'm 40 something and, you know, divorced two kids. And I thought, you know, as I go out on these dates, I used to think like, oh, well, what does he look like? What is this? You know, what does he do for career? And all these things like, you know, the external. And then because of your book, I thought, well, you know, like, what does this person feel like? If I choose this person, what does it feel like? And I started realizing that when I was on these dates, like if I chose a person who who was having dinner with me where I didn't feel my voice, I could actually feel that like my throat felt closed up, like it it felt blocked or it felt like, and I'm like, hmm, this doesn't feel good. And then the other, you know, recent date that I had, I was like shifting in my seat and I was very self-conscious of what I was wearing. And I thought, hmm, this doesn't feel good if I choose this person. And it was beyond just choosing the food that I put in my body. But I thought, well, what if I apply your principle to choosing the people around me? How does this person make me feel? Do I want to spend time with this person? Do I want a relationship with this person? Um, And I'm sorry that we got to go to commercial break, but I would love to have your thoughts on this kind of 
choosing because your health destiny is like that whole person, whole body, whole spirit, whole mind destiny. We're visiting today with Dr. Eva Selhub. She's written a wonderful book called Your Health Destiny. This is Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin for Powered Up Talk Radio. And we come back from the break. We're going to find out what Dr. Selhub has to say about choosing the people in your life. We've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. This is for all you girls about 42. Tossing pennies into the fountain of youth. Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philippa Rowlands Presents Beautiful Business Radio where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's some more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This is for all you girls. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and this is Powered Up Talk Radio. And we are visiting with Dr. Eva Selhub, and we're talking about her new book that has come out called Your Health Destiny. But she's got two other books that I just want to pop out to you guys to check out. They're available on Amazon, wherever booksellers are sold, The Love Response and Your Brain on nature. Now, she has not paid for this appearance. No no fees have been. This is just because I read her book, Your Health Destiny, from uh, HarperCollins, I think it is, uh, sent me a copy, and I really enjoyed it, Dr. Selhub. I learned a lot. And one of the things that I applied from your book is that when we talk about our health destiny, uh, about choosing the people in your lives, and like many of the listeners, I'm divorced. I'm 40-something, um, and trying to figure out, you know, when I was first dating, I thought, well, who would be a good 
parent for my children? Who would get, be a good partner in my parenting? That was all my focus. Well, now my kids are, you know, preteens and I'm thinking, okay, the parenting role is going to diminish over time. It'll still be there, but it'll be diminished. So for the first time in my dating career, let's say, I've been thinking about what is just for me. Like what is just for me as a person? And when I read your health destiny book, I thought, Oh, you know, I'm choosing foods for my body. I'm choosing a mindset. I'm choosing a belief system. Well, I'm also in the process of choosing a mate. And that really affects your health. Cause when I was divorced in an unhappy marriage, I was overweight. I was sick all the time, chronic headaches, chronic, 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 chronic. And now I feel great. And Dr. Salhab, I would love you to weigh in on that. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm actually going to, I'll start with telling you a, a personal story. And that is that when I um, actually, I got the book deal, I was in my very long relationship. And that when I started writing the book, really, I was out of my relationship. And so um, this book was really written um, during a breakup and during, so there was a lot of soul searching that went through as I was writing this book. And it really was about me finding my voice. And, you know, who am I? What do, what do I have to say? And who am I on this earth? And what is my, my process? What is my journey? And, and that is really, you know, what, how this book came about um, was in that sort of self-discovery of who am I and, and what is my representation here on this earth? And so in light of that, and in light of that, the basis of my work is about love and about understanding that we are love um, and that the people around us, the food that we put into our bodies, the, the things we do for ourselves are about what fuels me to be at my best, who fuels me to be at my best, to support me, to have my voice, not take away my voice, not, not um, you know, abuse my voice, not put my voice down, but supports me to thrive in every possible way. And so, you know, and it wasn't that my relationship wasn't, you know, a loving one. It just wasn't a great one for me. It wasn't one that supported me to be me. It was one that, as most women do, we give up ourselves to be in that relationship to support that other person. And so we lose ourselves in that person. And if you don't exist, then what is going to, you know, how are you even going to know who you are to take care of yourself, um, to know what you need, because you, you don't exist. And so in the process of, of looking for love and, and, and finding love, it's first having a relationship with yourself. It's first falling in love with you, because if you can't fall in love with you, you can't expect anybody else to fall in love with you. You'll just attract people that are incapable of really loving. And so the, your first job is to fall in love with yourself. And this book is about that. Who am I? What, you know, what makes me fly? What makes me thrive? What makes my heart sing? You know, who makes my heart sing? Well, who are the people in my life that I, I support and that support me equally? And then going on that, then you remember what it feels like to feel like that. And then you don't settle for anything less. You don't, you don't settle for someone who, you know, diminishes you or makes you feel as if you're less than. And you can pick that up, as you mentioned, you know, sitting at dinner saying, I'm feeling uncomfortable around this person. And you can ask yourself or ask your body, why? Why is that? What is this bringing up for me? So all of this exploration of your spirit and your body is about an exploration of love. And when you really, truly fall in love with you, then you're automatically going to attract the person who's going to fall in love with you as well. 
Well, and that's something funny that you said, you know, because there was a guy that was communicating with me. We met through common friends and he sent me this email that said, like, you know, it takes you, you know, two days sometimes to respond to my email. He's like, I want your 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 cell phone number so I can text you. And I like took a huge step back like the old sand would have been like, oh, my gosh, he's mad or oh, he's mad at me or oh, he's so handsome. And now he's mad at me. The new sand, like, you know, from the post health destiny and the work that I've been doing was like, like, well, wait a minute, you know, it takes a long time to make a relationship happen. Your anxiety and your stress and your desire to move forward quickly cannot be my desire. And it was a really different conversation I had with myself. Again, that's about you finding your voice and having a voice and saying, you know what? I don't want to settle for anything less. I don't need to. I'm perfectly happy. So, and, and that's really about, you know, what I was saying in the beginning, it's about not looking for a defined outcome, but being in the process of that journey of self-discovery, of, you know, evolving, of, of growing and growth and, and, and really allowing love into your life and being fulfilled with that love. And that love is going to include your friends and it's going to include nature and it's going to include your, your creations and your creativity and passions. And then, you know, it's not about not looking for a partner, but it's about not being desperate for a partner. I think our bodies um, are always giving us messages when we're with people, we're in just situations. I know when I'm very uncomfortable and I just want to, you know, get up and leave, I, you know, it's, it's like break into a cold sweat, even if it's very cold. Um, and it, it, that's telling me my stomach is churning. This is not good. You know, leave. Whether it's romantic or business or anything else, um, I think if, if more people paid attention to the messages our bodies were giving us, uh, we'd be a lot better off because our bodies, from my experience, if we don't pay attention, the message will just gets louder and louder and louder, whether it's headaches or stomach aches or worse. Um, it's not going to give up until you say, okay, I'm listening, I'm listening. Exactly. I called the body whispers before it screams. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think it's, it's a, and it's, it's very interesting how, you know, everybody has a signal, you know, and, and I, I think listeners should think about this. But for me, sometimes, you know, I don't have, let's say the body pangs right away, but I find that when I leave a person that I've been uncomfortable with, but actually haven't realized it, I want to go find comfort food. And that's my signal that my sense of self has been questioned. That's how I know that the, whoever I've been around, because sometimes we do it unknowingly, you know, we lower ourselves or, or change ourselves or, you know, somehow lose our voice without even knowing we're doing it. It can be that subtle. And, and my signal would be that I was all of a sudden hungry when I wasn't hungry before. And when I know that I'm really at peace is when I'm hungry only when my body's physically hungry, not when I'm anxious. How do you know the difference? Like, you know, because that's the one thing that I've been trying to do. I've been trying to slow down Dr. Selhub and really listen to my body, but it's unfamiliar to me. You know, I was somebody who would go all day without eating and then I'm starving and then sometimes I'd eat for no reason. And, it, you know, and it's just, it's confusing. And then we get a million messages a day from, you know, radio, television, commuter, email, phone, text. How do you, how do you, how do you listen to yourself? Like, it all sounds good. But how do you listen to yourself? 
Well, the first thing, like anything else, is to create a schedule, you know, to create a routine for like, let's say, just talking about food. So you want to get into a routine where you eat, you know, five little meals a day, let's say, um, and you just, you know, and, and create an actual program, you know, to have an actual program that let's say you follow for a month, you know, to get your body or even longer if you can, to get your body used to the regimen, right? Because you have to reprogram where you've been to go to a new place so that then you can then, you know, tune back a bit. Okay. And so for me, let's say, um, you know, after, you know, that everybody goes through, let's say a breakup diet. Um, and then I just decided to do a challenge at my gym. I do CrossFit. So we did a paleo challenge where we do a paleolithic diet, which is essentially no, no dairy, no sugar, no grains. And it was an eight week challenge. And so that's what I did was I followed this, you know, very strict regimen for eating for eight weeks, um, along with, you know, a, an exercise regimen. And so then after that eight week period was over, I could dial it back and, and, and start saying, okay, well, you know, what do I want to add in? And how does this feel to me? But because I'd now gone onto this sort of a strict sort of routine and regimen and basically cleansed my body out of the, you know, the other toxins that I'd been taking before, my body was now clean enough to be able to recognize what what was my body liked and what it didn't like. So, for instance, after doing that, I really, you know, don't handle gluten well at all and I don't handle sugar very well at all but I couldn't tell that before because my body was sort of in a in a state of balance that was unhealthy so it's basically you know I do recommend you know following a certain type of routine or regimen you know for at least three to four weeks um and you know in in, in eating maybe five small meals throughout the day and then noticing how you feel noticing if you know, checking with yourself, am I physically hungry or am I just anxious and wanting to, to munch on something? And so if you think you don't know if it's one or the other, then sit in meditation and go for a walk, do something that is normally calming, treat the anxiety, and then notice if you're still physically hungry. Oh, I love, I love that. that. Because I think for a lot of us, Dr. E, it's it's hard to, you know, we've been doing the same thing for 40 years and it's not working, but there's so many messages on where to begin. And that was like a simple one, which is like, well, just, you know, calm yourself down or do something to relax and then see if you're hungry. I actually have a, um, a 10 day challenge on my website for people that gives this sort of information sort of every day there's a different meditation and exercise to do along with recommendations on exercise and, and food for 10 days just to do a cleanse to get people started. So there, but there's also, there's different things like this and it's just about, you know, not forever, but just to get started and find new ways of self-soothing that don't include food. Uh, we're visiting today with Dr. Eva Selhub. She's written a couple of books. Um, and for that 10-day challenge that you're, that you're talking about, you can find it at Dr. Selhub, D-R-C, I'm sorry, D-R-S-E-L-H-U-B.com, just like it sounds. Uh, we're visiting with Dr. Selhub today on Powered Up Talk Radio, and we're focusing on her book, Your Health Destiny. But she has two other books called The Love Response and Your Brain and Nature. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more with Dr. Dr. Selhub, and we're going to talk about the medical community and how it's responding to these efforts. Uh, more after the break. Lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages.
Welcome to Podcasting by Professionals. My name is Keith with Radio Links Broadcast Marketing, and I am here today to introduce you to five top industry pros who will teach you everything you need to know to start your own professional podcast. At the end of the course, we think you'll be well on your way to becoming an expert host of your own show. By the way, please do visit our website. It is podcastingbyprofessionals.com. Have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Then join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget on TogiNet Wednesday nights, 9, 8 central. Do you want to recreate a truly connected relationship or wonder, how do I tell my kids about things? Join Lou Paget, one of the world's best-selling authors in the field of sexuality, a certified sex educator and sought-after expert for all media and her renowned expert guests as they discuss anything and everything about sex that impacts our lives and our families' lives. For more on Lou, check out her website, loupaget.com. This is the show where the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health can finally give you the answer to that question. Join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget, Wednesday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin and some interesting sound effects. Uh, this is Powered Up Talk Radio, and we are visiting with Dr. Eva Selhub, and she's got a great website. You're going to want to check it out. It's drselhub.com because she's got some other uh, products on there about uh, she's got a Choose Happy, Choose Healthy product. There's some breast health meditations. There's some different meditations, and one that's about relaxing into love, and you know, I kind of like that. Um, but what's interesting about your uh, site, Dr. Selhub, is that it's very different from traditional medicine, at least as I've come to understand it. And Linda, you had some questions and a comment about that. Yeah, you know, I think it's, um, I'd love to get uh, your your tips on how to choose a doctor that really works for you. Um, I know you work with Dr. Benson, and he was the first one really to to really talk about and write about the, the mind-body connection. But, you know, I don't think I found a doctor in, New, I'm in New York City, that really, you know, has that philosophy. You go, they, you know, it's more like, um, you know, they check you over. They'll talk with you for a little while if you're lucky. Um, but they, they don't talk about diet. They don't talk about uh, lifestyle. Uh, they, you know, if you've got a problem, they'll, they'll write a script for you. Um, and, you know, it, it just leaves you not feeling confident at all. Uh, so that, that's been my experience anyway. And, you know, I, what... And I ask a lot of questions, so uh, sometimes they even get annoyed and they call me doctor. But, you know, like they're actually annoyed that I'm asking all of these questions when they really should be happy that I'm, you know, that engaged because who, who knows your body better than you do. So when are, tell us how to, maybe there, is there three things or something that we should look for when choosing a doctor that we want to stay with for a while? 
Well, the first thing I, I you know, I, I, I do want to say that I think everybody understands and I hope you realize how broken our system is. And so it's it's multifold, the, the issues with doctors. One is, is that they actually have not been trained. We were not trained um, to understand nutrition. We were not trained to understand the whole body. We really were trained to look at the body as parts and to treat symptoms and uh, then you have the addition of the stress that doctors are under, either A, you know, being told that they have to see more patients or being, you know, yelled at by insurance companies or yelled at at patients or worried about being sued. So, you know, they have a lot of stress, doctors. Um, one of the reasons I left my primary care practice was because of that. I just didn't, I wanted to stop seeing my patients as numbers. And, um, and, you know, being told, you know, what to do and not being given the time to actually work with them and with their questions. And yeah, I mean, I used to be one of those people that would see a patient coming in with a list of questions and have a panic attack, literally, because I didn't have time to address those questions. So it's not necessarily that docs are, you know, cold and uncaring. A lot of it is that they're under a lot of stress. And so it's just keeping that in mind. One of the things that I do recommend for people is if you have the ability to do to is to find a doctor who does some functional medicine. So it's called functional medicine because they're trained to understand the body as, as, and its functions. They work a lot with nutrition. They look, work a lot with, um, you know, uh, supplements, um, you know, or find work with an osteopath who's had some, you know, medical training and can work with you on that sort of thing. So you might want to look outside of the, the normal medical community and work with MDs um, or DOs who have a background in understanding nutrition and all these other types of things. So, and then we have the other docs who have gone, done some training in these other fields. And you can usually research that. You can Google these things nowadays and looking for an MD who's um, trained in some type of alternative medicine. So that's something you can do. Um, and the other one is finding a doctor who is alternative medicine friendly in that, um, they'll support you in your endeavors. They may not be able to know a lot about it, but at least be able to support you on that. But it's very, very difficult to find a doctor who's well-versed in nutrition. They're just not trained in that. So you probably would have to find an osteopath or a functional medicine person or you know, have, uh, have a doctor who is um, open to working with a nutritionist, a holistic nutritionist. Wow. I'm just like sitting here going like a doctor's not trained in nutrition. Like not that, you know, I'm judging, you know, the doctors or anything, but you would think that that would be included in, in the medical school education, at least basic, basic trained nutrition, or is it because it changes so much that it's not offered? That's correct. And the thing is, is I don't think, you know, when I was in medical school, it could be different now. But when I was in medical school in you know, 1990, um, you know, they didn't realize that food was medicine. You know, again, that's in the functional medicine field. But, it, I mean, now they're realizing it. Now, but so we have to understand that there's times are changing, and there's the hope there. I mean, I, I don't want to be, a, you know, the downer here about, you know, the falling apart of the medical community. But it is, and it needs to, because we need to have this new way of medicine being introduced, you know, bringing in um, part of our training at, at Harvard is teaching these things and, and teaching doctors about mind-body medicine and nutrition and exercise. And so, and the good news is that the field of mind-body medicine is growing. You know, the people coming to the conferences is growing. Um, the doctors are finding their lives not satisfactory. Um, but it's a process. 
you know, it is a process. They're, they're trained in minutia, which is necessary, but they're not really trained in the big picture. And it's really very recently that they're discovering that, you know, that food is medicine and the effects food has on the body. You know, I think it's just, to me, it just cracks me up. You know, I have a patient who still refuses to eat eggs because of his cholesterol and tried to explain to him that the cereal, cereal he eats every morning is worse for his cholesterol than eggs. Um, so, you know, it's really, it's just a lot of that is a lot of the training that people have had is being changed. You know, all the information that you were told before in nutrition is being changed as people are discovering, you know, what really is happening and what really is going on with food as medicine. Do you think Dr. Oz is, is uh, beneficial in, in, in training the masses how to be more vigilant of their bodies? You know, I love Dr. Oz. I've met him several times and um, I was on the show a few times and he's, you know, he really does care a lot about, you know, informing people. He really does really, um, you know, the, the, one of the issues with shows like that is, is, you know, is you've got producers pushing you. Um, they pushed me to talk about stuff I didn't want to talk about. And so I didn't because I, there wasn't enough randomized controlled studies for me to validate that stuff. But at the end of the day, we all want people to be empowered. We want people to know that there is natural stuff out there that can help themselves. But my only thing with any type of show is that there is no fast remedy. You know, you have to do the work, you know, yeah. and, and when people want to work with me, I tell them, you know, you got to do the work. Otherwise, you have no business being in my in my practice. Um, you know, nothing's going to happen because I snap my fingers or you snap your fingers. There's no, you know, Garcinia or this green coffee or whatever it is. It's not going to be the thing that helps you lose weight. What's going to help you lose weight is changing your mind and body and spirit into something that's, you know, beautiful and whole so that you make beautiful and whole decisions. So, um you know, so again, I think, you know, I, like I said, I think he's lovely and I think, you know, he really wants people to be happy and healthy. Well, I, I, think, that, I think that, that, um, that, that you really have to take responsible, you know, responsibility for your own health. And maybe there's so many pill popping things because it's the easy way. You know, it's, it's so much easier to pop a pill in your mouth than to, you know, change your whole diet or go to the gym or get out and, and you know, do a walk. You know, it's it, it's easy. People are looking for the simple solutions, and the simple solutions just aren't working anymore. Well, they never did. No. <laughs> but we thought they did. <laughs> they did. When they, they worked for about a month, you know. Right. It was a very short window. Exactly. Well, and I think, you know, to be fair, you know, for somebody who's worked really hard over the last couple of years to change her life, both, you know, on the inside out from, you know, spirit, mind and body is it's overwhelming, like, you know, to know even where to begin and where to start. And, you know, that's how I got my start on radio, Dr. Salha, because I wrote, you know, these, this blog about how, you know, I just got divorced. I had a three month old and a two year old, and I was going to do this 21 day shape challenge and lose this weight, you know, and I, you know, I was an idiot. You know, I, I didn't know even where to begin and I started making changes and I gained weight and I got more stressed out. Now, granted, I was funny and talked about it. So that led to my radio career. But what I've learned over the last five years is like, I take one good thing that I learn each month, you know, like what I learned from you about, you know, choices, like, you know, choosing for my health destiny, choosing the people, choosing the food, choosing the thinking, you know, that, that it comes down to my choices every day. And that's what I'm going to implement for the next month. And then, Next month, I'll implement another one because it really is overwhelming to figure this out. We've got too much information out there. 
absolutely, absolutely. And, and I, I absolutely agree. It's, you've got to do one thing at a time. And the other thing is, is if you do everything at once, you don't know which one worked. <laughs> you know, but at the end of the day, it's actually paying attention. You know, it, it's, it's a lot of it's logical. Like I said, you know, when it comes to food, you think if it, if it's natural and it grows in the wild, you know, that's okay. I can, you know, I'm going to see if my body can handle that. Um, and, and it's sort of learning to pay attention to you and saying, does this make me feel good? And, or does this make me feel bad? And it's not just make me feel good in this moment, but it's, it's the, the choice I made today still, am I still feeling good tomorrow? You know, so if I eat this, you know, cookie today, how am I feeling tomorrow? How does this affect my sleep? It's not about the immediate gratification. Um, so it's really understanding that it's, and it is, and it's about getting an, aligned with your spirit and, and, and working towards functioning from your highest self for the highest good. Wow. Linda, you just got anything on that? That about summed it up for me. No, I was just saying that is a perfect way to end the show because, you know, it, you just nailed it. I mean, that, that's what it is. That's what it is. Okay, so Dr. Salhub, we've got about, oh, I'm sorry, I wasn't supposed to call you that because it makes you sound like your dad. Dr. E. <laughs> so, Dr. E, we've got about a minute before we have to close out the show. What would be your one piece of advice if you had 60 seconds to leave the planet, and what would you tell them? I would tell people to remember that, you know, you are the only one that exists as you. And Mother Earth or Spirit, whatever you believe in, you know, loves you simply because you exist and your journey is to fall in love with yourself and figure out what that means that everybody has their own journey of figuring out what that means, but fall in love with yourself. Oh, well, Dr. Selhub, I have fallen in love with you and your book. And, you know, I hope that everybody runs out tomorrow or today or next year when they they see this. They check out your website, drselhub.com. They read your book, Your Health Destiny. You have two other books, Your Love Response and Your Brain on Nature. There's some cool meditations on your website. There's a 10-day challenge that you can download. Um, there's some other things about choosing to be happy and choosing healthy, which is all right up our alley. When we come back next week, we're going to continue more in our Spirituality, Mind, Body, and Health series. For Linda Franklin, this is Sandra Beck. This is Powered Up Talk Radio. You can find us on iTunes under PoweredUpTalkRadio.com. You can also check us out at PoweredUpTalkRadio.com for this and other like-minded shows. We'll see you again next week. We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and 